0: 5. Quick Divrei Torah on the Parashah with Rabbi Gil, student of TorahMusings.com com Number 1. Rejoice. Recounting the Levim who were of age to work in the Mishkan, the Torah says that they counted those Levim in Bamidbar, Dalid, Memzain, Kolhabbah, Lavod, Avodas, Avodah, Vavodas, Masab, El All who would come to do work of service or the work of bearing burdens in the tent of gathering. What is this avodas avoda, this work of service, this work of work? What does that refer to? The Gemaran Arachin, yud Aleph Amir says, Ezo hi avoda shesricha avoda. What is this work that requires work? havi zo shira. This is singing. The Levim, who sang, is part of the sacrificial service in the Mishkan, in the Beis HaMikdash. That singing is considered avodas avoda. Why? What's special about singing that it requires so much work? Divrashol explains... That some mitzvahs are e- easy to do and hard to have the right intent, and some are hard to do and easy to have the right intent. For example, fasting on Yom Kippur, it could be very hard to fast for a full day. However, to have that fast be a part of a tshuva with the, with the intent to repent through that fasting, that's relatively easy. That's the whole theme of the day. It's very easy to do that. On the other hand, eating food on Yom Tiv. so it's very easy to eat a good, a good healthy meal, a, a big meal on a holiday, but to do it with the intent that it is for the mitzvah and not for your own personal desires, that is very hard. So too says the Divrei rejoicing in a mitzvah is very easy. Is very easy to do. It's easy to sing out of joy. Most of the time most people can be happy and can can rejoice. However, to do it with the right intent, to rejoice for the mitzvah and not just out of your own personal desire to have fun, that is very hard. That is an avoda, shedsricha avoda. Number two. The whole procedure and process of a sota in bemidbar uh seems quite unusual. Why do we have such a to-do about a woman who is suspected of being unfaithful, of infidelity, uh, after a kinui and stear, so, so there's a basis for this suspicion? Uh, so Ryabjakov Kamenevsky Kamenetsky suggests in Emma Yaakov, we can't know for sure why any mitzvah was given, but he suggests that yes, a woman who is suspected of being unfaithful after uh, Kinui and Stira, so there's a basis for it, uh, so even if two witnesses come and testify that nothing happened, she was not unfaithful, so there might still be a lingering suspicion in the husband's heart. Even if a Navi comes, a prophet comes and prophesies that nothing happened, uh, so so too we have to follow what a prophet says, but will that convince the husband, so therefore we have this procedure inside the Besa Megdosh with Hashem's name being erased, and then the water, and then the woman drinking the water, and nothing happening. That's as if Hashem comes and testifies himself that the woman was faithful. And that should convince the husband, no matter what, that nothing happened. And therefore, then the husband and wife can return together in shalom bayis, in true shalom bayis, with no lingering suspicions, and they will grow to have as a bracha, the blessing, after all this happens, is they should have children. They can build a family together without any suspicion. Shalom Ba'is is so important that Hashem Himself will come and testify for it. Number three, unholy. The Torah refers to a Nazir who becomes coming and has to bring sacrifices. And Bamidbar Vav, Yod Aleph, it says, And he has to atone from that which he sinned to his soul. And the Gemara Nazir, Yod Aleph, says, What was his sin? That he hurt himself by not drinking wine. By abstaining from physical pleasures, he harmed himself. However, how can the Gemara, it's a famous question, how can the Gemara, how can the Pasuk refer to him as a chote, the sinner, when just previously in Pasuk Ches, it says about another, he's holy to Hashem, if he's holy from, for, because he abstained from this wine, why is he then called a chote, a sinner, from abstaining from the wine? Rabbi Yaakov Edlinger in his Minchas Ani explains that there are three possible general categories of reasons why someone would become a nazir. Either he sinned and he benefited from physical pleasure, and therefore he decided to become a and abstain from physical pleasure as a form of atonement, as tshuva. He becomes a out of tshuva for something that he did. Or, number two, he finds himself tempted to sin, and therefore he wants to abstain from certain physical pleasures in order to subdue his desires. So he becomes a nazar in order to prevent an Avera. Or, number three, for any a number of reasons that would fall under a lifestyle choice. He wants to abstain from physical pleasures as a lifestyle choice. So the f- first and second reason are proper, are holy reasons to become a nazar. The third, though, is as if he's harming himself. So the Gemara in Yoma, HaLamit says, HaMod Taher says So someone who wants to become holy Hashem, there will be divine assistance to help this person become holy So the first two So why would someone who becomes another become Tame if he did it in, as Tshuva or if he did it, to prevent the nevera. So then, he's being—he's a, he's a bala taher, he's coming to purify himself so he will receive divine assistance and he will not become tame. But if it's for any of a variety of lifestyle reasons, lifestyle choices, so he won't have that divine assistance. Therefore, from the fact that a nazir became tame, it shows retroactively that the reason he became a nazir was for a lifestyle choice. Therefore, he's a chote who abstained and harmed himself by, ref, by refraining from wine, not for a good purpose. And Therefore, he's not considered a kodosh, he's considered a chote. Number four, continuity. After the Nazir finishes his term of abstinence, of refraining from wine and from becoming impure, after he finishes that, and he brings the sacrifice he needs to bring, and he shaves and he does everything that is necessary, the Torah says in Bamidbar, Vav, Chaf, V'achar yishteh nazir ya'in. Afterwards, the Nazir will drink wine. Why is he called a Nazir at this point? It's already done. He's done with his Nazirus. he's no longer a Nazir, and yet the Torah says, the Nazir will drink wine. Aksavah Kabbalah quotes an explanation, that after such a long period of time, an impactful period of time, in which the nazir refrains from wine and from impurity and from from cutting his hair, from shaving, that will have an impact on him the rest of his life. And even though he's done and he's not required to refrain from wine, he will still keep many of those practices, and the impact and his soul remains, and therefore he can still be called a nazir even after he's done with his nazirus, because the impact, the continuity. The ha- habituation of what you have done remains with you for the rest of your life. Number five, altogether. The Torah lists what each nusi brought as a korban, which was the same on each day. And at the end of all that, at the end of the days in Bamidbar, Zain Pei the Torah summarizes what was brought. But if there was a need to mention what each nasi brought individually, why it, why does the Torah also summarize the total sacrifices that were offered at the end of the parsha? Roshalavichik and the Chomash and the Chumash Misarit Sarav explains that the word keneses and the term keneses Israel it derives from the root to bring in to, to gather together each Jew and it, brings along and contributes something to the overall mosaic. That makes up Knesset Yisrael. This is the Ramban's intent when he says that after specifying the sacrifice of each nasi, the Torah then summarizes the total number of sacrifices brought. The, the Hanukkah Samizbeach represents the contributions of each Shavit, which have to be viewed together to appreciate the complete unity of Knesset Yisrael. The Torah says that Hashem blessed Avram with everything. Vashem berachas Avram bakol. With everything, Avram, who was the first Jew, he possessed all the talents and attributes that Knesset Yisrael jointly represented, and that's why the Torah summarizes everything to show the unity of all the Shvatim together, because only Klal Yisrael as a whole contains all the attributes that are necessary.